Football 24-7 across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Our Eagles-Jets first half recap with NFL insider John McMullen. Thanks for tuning in. Johnny Mack up at the Meadowlands as the preseason now officially comes to close tonight. Halftime uh, of the game. It was a game, Johnny Mack, that for at least a little while, you weren't quite sure they were going to play it because of the torrential rain and then what looked like some bubbling of the turf, but they eventually did get started. Yeah, you're right, Krause. I think a lot of it had to do with the timing. It, it really rained uh, tor- just torrential downpours, as you mentioned, and there were significant bubbles on the field. I know Zach Ertz was out there taking pictures of them. Uh, of the bubbles on the field, the Eagles, uh, some of the Eagles players had not ever seen anything like that. If it were closer to kickoff, these probably came about two and a half, three hours before kickoff. Uh, if it were closer, the game could have been canceled, but there was enough time for those bubbles to sort of settle down under the turf, and they were able to play, obviously. And uh, the Eagles, very, very sharp offensively. Remember, the starters are not playing. The only two presumed starters that played were receivers, Jalen Rager and Quez Watkins, on the offensive side of the football. Everybody else was uh, a backup, but Joe Flacco uh, played tremendously in the first half, almost a perfect passer rating. If Greg Ward didn't drop a wide-open pass, he probably would be at a perfect 158.3. Uh you had a great touchdown for Boston and Scott right before the half. Uh, 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 maybe the best play J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has had as a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, and then in between, you had the Kenny Gainwell drive where sort of he put together, I think he had 47 yards on that drive. So for a team who hasn't scored in six quarters, it's good to see some offense from the Philadelphia Eagles, even though it was uh, the second and, and third teamers. Did you get any sense of uh, how they used Gainwell uh, in the first half? Um, did, you, did that give you a little bit of a snapshot or a little bit of a look in terms of how this offense is going to use use their backs and use a player like Kenny Gainwell during the season? Well, I, I don't know how much you can because, remember, Miles Sanders is not playing. He's one of the guys who's not. Obviously, you look, okay, who's going to be the complement to Miles Sanders? Is it going to be Boston Scott? Is it going to be Kenny Gainwell? I think uh, in, in the joint practices leading up to this game, uh, the Eagles were using Gainwell in a lot of hurry-up situations as a pass-receiving back. Well, you saw Boston Scott can do that as well. Uh, that 49-yard touchdown was just a tremendous uh, run and catch where he sort of dipped his shoulder inside to, to fool the defender and then just raced by him. Really nice play by Boston Scott. So I think he's often a forgotten player. I know this coaching staff really likes him. So, you know, I, I think Kenny Gainwell is going to be a big part of this offense at a certain point. I just don't know if that's going to be week one. But they're definitely trying to see how much he can do uh, early in his career. It, you might have to wait a little while, uh, but we'll see. They're trying to put as much on his plate as possible and see how he handles it. John, let me ask you about Andre Dillard. Of course, gets the start um, tonight. 
because the starters didn't play. Uh, what did you see from Andre Dillard? I thought he looked pretty good until that uh, false start in the two-minute drill at the very end of the half. Yeah, and the, and the Eagles were able to make up for that with the J.J. Ortega-Whiteside touchdown, uh, so it didn't hurt the team. But you're right, he, he played uh, pretty well. You never like to see those mental mistakes, but um, the fact that he's out there and, and, and not getting uh, uh, sort of you know highlighted by the fact of his poor performance, which has already happened a, a little bit too much. And remember, the Eagles probably looking to, to, to trade him, to be honest, as we get close to Tuesday and the cut down. So this is important if other teams are looking at this film and saying we need some offensive line help. Uh, maybe the Eagles can 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 work something out and uh, ship Andre Dillard and trade him. But, um, you know, it's really difficult at this point. He's not going to get cut, so he's either going to be on this team uh, and he doesn't have a lot of versatility. So we talked about that from the start. It's hard to have a backup offensive lineman that only plays one position. Uh, but the Eagles are up against it with Andre Dillard. At least he played uh, pretty well in that first half. Former number one pick. We'll see what happens come uh, Tuesday. Cut down day to 53. Uh, Ortega Whiteside with a touchdown. Got a game ball from you a few days ago. All of a sudden, is J.J. going to make the squad and Greg Ward's out after that drop? Is that a feasible possibility? Uh, no, I, I, I do think if J.J. were to make the team, it would probably be uh, as a sixth receiver, the last receiver. Remember, you know, Travis Fulgham has not had a great uh, uh, training camp, but he, he, you know, he had a positive sign in the fact that He's not playing a lot, which indicates that maybe uh, he is in the coaching staff's plan. So I still think J.J. is up against it from a number standpoint, uh, and it's going to be tough for him to, to hurdle over uh, somebody like Greg Ward. But he has that pedigree as well as a former second-round pick. So he's making the decision harder, and that's – that's what you look to do as a as sort of a bubble player in these types of situations. You want to make the decisions for the coaching staff and the front office a little bit harder to make. John McMullen, our NFL insider. It's our Eagles-Jets first half recap uh, on a night when the 2021 preseason comes to a close. The offense comes to life. Joe Flacco leads three scoring touchdown drives. By the way, a uh, quick comment from you. Uh, the Jets offense moved the football pretty well pretty well themselves. Yeah, it's been a, a bit of a bugaboo with that second and third Eagles defensive unit stopping the run. The Jets were able to run the football effectively a little bit as well. Um, also, Mike, Mike Jaquette is one of those bubble players that continues to struggle at corner. Uh, so that's a name to keep an eye on when you start talking about the cut down. Um, so, yeah, the, the defense uh, really hasn't been that good this summer when you talk about the deep reserves, the, the second and third teamers. The first teamers, obviously, who did not play today, they've been lights out in both practice and, and, and game environment. So 
you're not as concerned about the starters, but you should be concerned a little bit, at least about the depth. Let me get one last question in for you, uh, Johnny Mack. I'm getting a text in here uh, from uh, our producer, Xander Kraus. Uh, wants a question on uh, Marlon Tupalatu, uh, the sixth-round uh, pick uh, this year's draft, uh, the sixth-round pick. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, he, he, he's really, he really struggled uh, early against Pittsburgh and New England as far as getting uh, – sort of blown off the ball a little bit and he's known as a run stopper. So that's one of those situations. He's played a little bit better as training camp has moved on playing a little bit better tonight, but he's probably a guy best suited for the practice squad needs to get a little bit stronger uh, and, and maybe sort of a red shirt year. Maybe then he could be a little bit helpful, but I think it's going to be tough for him to make the roster. Let you get back to the game. Second half football in front of Johnny Mack here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Our Je Eagles-Jets first half recap. On behalf of John McMullen, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody.